Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Oh, tonight we got them. Goldie, the Sulk, and JC. And it starts right now. Oh, welcome back to another episode of A Typical Disgusting Display, a podcast for writers by writers who hate writing. Uh, And now, Goldie, we were just on the phone a few minutes ago discussing what the fuck we were going to do on this short week. It's like an (laughs) NFL game that, you know, we have the game Thursday night and we got fucked. We're we're playing on a short week. But, Goldie, describe to the audience what you were doing and why you could not hang up the phone. Well, uh, I was walking my dog and... Lloyd, 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 Lloyd. And uh, I forgot to bring shit bags, <laughs> no. so, which, of course, you never realize until you're looking at a shit. Yeah. So then, you know, because of my improv background, I was able to say, um, what is close to a bag in nature? Uh-huh. Normally, you'd look for another dog walker with a bag and... I've given out a lot of bags, so I like to think karmically those would come back to me. But you're owed. Uh, no one in sight, of course. It's oh. it's like a ghost town, L.A. <laughs> of course, yeah. So on clearly, a Sunday you, morning, you just left the shit on the street, right? Hell no. Oh, I, I live in this neighborhood. I respect this neighborhood. I don't want to end up on next door. It's like if you've seen this bald man, <laughs> bald, approximately five foot four. I'm five seven. First joke of the day. First joke. Two hundred pounds. I'm one. 55, okay? <laughs> so, uh, so I, Five, I just, four. I start looking for, for leaves, just big Aww. old leaves. So I'm able to find some reasonably sized leaves and I created a, uh, I would market it as an organic shit pouch. <laughs> if I had to come up with a way to, presented on shark tank um but i I basically created a a a cocoon of leaves to put this turd in and then i (laughs) i wrapped it sort of like a a burrito or egg roll and uh, yum and then i found the nearest public school with a trash can in front and disposed of it yes but we were talking on the phone and at the end of the call you're like I can't hang up now because I've got the leash in one hand and a shit sandwich in the other. Well, I I do 
feel like after I've touched shit, which has <laughs> happened a shocking amount of times in my life, that <laughs> I then it's like my hands are radioactive and I can't. Yes. It's like they're not on my body. They're apart from my body. <laughs> but of course, yeah. to clean hands, you have to use hands. Therein lies the conundrum. But, yes. you, you know, you're turning on the faucets <laughs> with your elbows and feet yep. and all that. And... <laughs> feet. Yeah. Yeah. No, anyway. you don't want to touch your phone in that circumstance. That was no. the right call. Yeah. No. I, and, while, and while my temptation was to leave it on and listen to you, your grunts and struggles <laughs> and things like that, <laughs> I, I gave you the respect and, and hung up I did. immediately. I was talking to myself and then it did occur to me that you might be listening <laughs> I was not. <laughs> damn it. I should have stayed on. God damn it. That's exactly the kind of gold that I yeah. go mining for. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember any of the highlights of things you said to yourself? Oh, awesome. It, it was just like, God damn it. Fucking shit, you idiot. Stupid <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, no. There we go. Dumb fuck. <laughs> that learn, learn to grab a bag, fuckstick. And I was just like, Feeling bad about myself. And then because I'm going to Boston this week and bringing my kids, I'm just like thinking, I'm just envisioning a meltdown that hasn't happened yet (laughs) in my response to it. And then I'm like, why am I putting myself in this thought space? Living in the past and worrying about the future. That's our whole existence, or mine anyway. Yes. Um, But it's funny you bring that up about uh, being on the line, you know, when a phone call has quote unquote ended. So, this many years ago when I was living on, you remember over on Cochrane, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, I, that was back in the days where you still had a landline, you know, you had regular phones. This mm-hmm. was like 2000, I don't know, three or something. So I had, I was on a regular phone call and I was washing the dishes and I was leaving a message for, um, Billy Kimball, who we've talked about a little bit before on here who was uh, my first boss at the Late Late Show with and Craig. And first love. Okay. And Aww. first love. Oh, sweet. Billy, where have you gone? We've fallen out of touch. Um, we haven't, actually. We, we're still lovers. Um, but uh, so I was calling and leaving him a message. I can't remember even what the message was about, but it was a very normal thing. And I was just like, hey, you know, I don't know if we're still on for dinner or whatever the hell it was. But I had the phone you know, pressed against my shoulder and my head because I'm washing these dishes. And so then I finished leaving him a message, but just never moved the phone, kept it against my ear, kept washing dishes. And I started singing the theme to the old honeycomb cereal uh, commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's (laughs) not small. But not only... Why they thought, like, giant cereal was a good idea. (laughs) I know. It's like, oh, I wish this was all bigger and involved more chewing. (laughs) Forget the taste. How big is it? I want to (laughs) choke. But not only was I singing the honeycomb theme, I was singing it in the voice of Jean Valjean from Les Mis, who was, you know, the all-time great Jean Valjean was this actor named Colm Wilkinson, who has a very distinctive voice, (laughs) he sings like this. So I'm singing, honeycomb's big, yeah, yeah, it's not small. And then I realized I was on the phone and, like, hung up. And I thought Uh. to myself, 
and, and Billy's not like he's a funny guy, but he's also a little bit intimidating. Like he's kind of yeah. like a he's a, serious. He, he's a serious. He wears man. dress shirts okay. when, <laughs> dress when you don't shoes. have to anymore. <laughs> right? He'll still get, wear loafers on an airplane. Formal. Like he's right. that kind of guy. Yeah. So if he's coming for dinner. It's it's a collared shirt. Right. Yes, he's got a bottle of wine and flowers that he's brought. So I thought when I hung up, this was like a. I was like, oh my god, what an idiot I am. But then I thought like. He'll listen to the message, and then when the message is over, he'll just, like, delete. You know, there was a pause <laughs> right. in between the message and me right. singing. Sure. So I got a message from him about whatever I had called him about, you know, maybe the next day or something. And it was – I was right. It was very dry, and he was like, yes, uh, uh, you know, Alec, we're still on for, for dinner on Saturday, and I think we could go here, um, and I will see you then. And there was a little pause, and he goes – by the way, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. He was like, excellent rendition of the honeycomb theme. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, he just totally got me. There is this generational art to both uh, recording your answering machine greeting yes. and leaving a voicemail that I feel is lost. Because totally. I don't I mean, if you if you think back on, say, you met someone out or you met someone at a party and typically it was in person and then you got their number, which was a big deal. It was on like a slip of yeah. paper and you were like, I can't lose this. And yes. is it real? <laughs> and then you'd call inevitably no one would pick up and you in the moment would have to decide, OK, is this going to be the the way I remember? And you, and you have to be like a little funny, like you, you felt you had to be funny. I don't know that you actually did. You probably could have said, hey, it's Goldie. I met you the other night. It was so right. great to connect oh, with you. I'd okay. love to uh, go out, do something uh, if you want to give me a call. But I, I never did that. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> you're here with WGLD Goldie Message Radio. And, uh, you know, met you the other night. And I was a guy who was just hanging up bleachers going, what is this? You know, he had a couple laughs. <laughs> I think you even cried once. <laughs> you know, I hope everything's good with your dog. Yeah, boy. Yeah. You know, it was like, you just felt like you had to be Robin Williams. It's but, 5.15 in the p.m. The 10 and the 5 are backed up. Here's America with Sister Golden Hair. <laughs> and of course, you know, this was why most of my dating life was so fruitless. But now, of course, you can do everything over text and you can take your time and you can yes. think about it. You can send a funny picture. It's so much better. But I, I, I wasn't, this wasn't even on my mind to talk about, but now that we're in it, yeah, this came up this week because I had to record a 50th birthday greeting for mm -hmm. my friend Mona, who's a fan oh, of the yeah. podcast. Hi, Mona. Yeah. And I, I was struggling with a concept, and then I, I came up with the idea. Now, and I was talking to Steph last night about it, and she had the idea, like, you could make a documentary about this. And then I said, it, it could be about the first person I knew who was canceled. So when I was at Columbia, this was in 1991, a, a guy left a voice message that was deemed so offensive, <laughs> he either was kicked out or left Columbia of his own accord. Oh I don't know God. which. In and 91. So, wow. Yeah. So we mm. used to have this voicemail system called the Rome system. And basically, it allowed you to record a message, but it also allowed you to forward a message to another person with your own commentary. Ooh, but it was the yeah. reverse of internet comments because the comments were at the top. <laughs> so right. Oh, wow. Things would get forwarded around. And there was actually an NPR story about one of these messages yeah. um, that was called Fuck You and Fuck the Little Mermaid. <laughs> it was a famous <laughs> one before I got there. But okay. that was, and there was right. one that was famous my freshman year called Jeff, I'm Angry. <laughs> 
And it was just this guy's mother calling in from Long Island, and she was upset that he had left his books at home or something. It's I don't like know. Early memes. But so, right, exactly. Yeah. So picture you, your message light is blinking, and you pick up, and there's 50 angry women saying stuff like, his name is Aronde. We need to do something about him. And it's like, I just listened to this. It's the most offensive thing I ever heard. And it's like, if anyone knows Aronde, you tell him that he has some real thinking to do. And so this is the message. So a little more background is there was an event uh, at Columbia once a year called Take Back the Night for yeah, I remember. survivors of... Uh, sexual assault, okay, yeah. right, right, I rape, do and it was that, this yeah. night. It was basically an I mean, open mic, and there was a walk where the women would take back the night by by walking through certain blocks of the city together, and then they would go to this microphone, and people would speak about their experiences. Yeah, I feel like this is okay. national. So, it, and it went all night. So it was a big event on campus, as you can imagine. Yeah. So this guy left a message to a woman. You could hear in the background, "Take back the night." is happening like there's shouting in the streets oh. and whatever yeah and he and and again everyone who went to columbia this year knows about this <laughs> so you hear the lightly the kenny g song that goes yes songbird okay so that's that's playing in the background to set the theme and then you just hear this guy go how can you take back the night by blogging the streets shouting out Sisters, together we stand to some crap like that. And it went on <laughs> from that. But it just became this famous shorthand. And everyone was doing this impression that was like, how can you take back the night? <laughs> By blogging the streets, shouting out, sisters, together we stand to some crap like that. And, 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 and so this guy... <laughs> College life was over, effectively, because <laughs> yes. he left the wrong message. And, of course, it's horrible, but everyone was like, this is so stupid oh. that this yeah. guy did this in this message. And then the anger around it. But it was the first you know, time that happened in my life that I remembered. I, and I was thinking, Steph's right. This would make a great documentary short is like to track down this guy, Aronde, yes. and say, like, what happened from your perspective? Why did you leave this message? Who did you leave it to? Oh, you find okay. who was the originator of the message. And if you could actually, if yes. someone has that message, yeah, uh, and you could play it, and you could do like a, a fascinating half hour about people's attitude toward the message, because, you know, everyone was, half the people were like, this is the funniest thing to ever happen. Half yeah. people were like, this is the most offensive thing to ever happen because it was so stupid Yes, that he yeah. did this. That's so <laughs> and great. And did he, right. he got canceled? He, he was he out school. of college a month or two later. <laughs> like, it was over. He couldn't handle it or they kicked him out. I don't know which. Ooh. And it was oh. talked about for a month straight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Legend. Like, what are we going to do about Aronde? <laughs> Aronde? Yeah. That's a great name for that too. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that could be the name of the the by you know the by uh, the documentary could be like what do we what do, do we do about Iran or you know yeah. what's to yeah. be done with Iran Day? Yeah, I was thinking first person canceled. Ooh, yes. yeah. Because yeah. it's 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 just he's he got canceled before anyone even knew what that was. Yeah, that's so funny. Wow. And for a stupid voicemail that no one would have even send today. That's so great. By, by the way, we and I think we've talked about this briefly on here before, but those phone systems were 
a death trap. Like they, they did a thing. And I think I mentioned it on here before at, at our school where with this phone system, you could call and make it seem as though two other people were yes. calling each other. Yes. And it was the, Whoa. so you would wait and hear about over the weekend, people who hooked up and then you would go and make a call and make it seem as though they had called each other. So they would have these kind of awkward, like, two or three minute discussions after having presumably like had sex or something the weekend before they'd be talking. And then towards the end of it, you know, one of them would invariably go like, well, you know, thanks for calling. And the other person would be like, what do you mean? You called me. Cause that was a very big thing at the time. It's like, who called who? Oh, And so then they would have this realization like, oh, somebody's fucking with us. (laughs) Fuck you. If you're listening. (laughs) Oh, and they could listen in when they, oh yeah. You'd listen into the whole thing. It was fantastic. Wow, I know nothing about this. Yeah. There are also certain voices voicemail greetings that are burned in my mind like there was this kid julio who lived uh, at the end of the hall and he was he was a little dorky or whatever but his message which we would call just to listen to and do fun was he go i ain't got the time to tell you a long long rhyme i got to do the work sometime leave your name stay on the line now i got to go Studying ain't no crime. Peace out. Uh-huh. And I, I guarantee that's the exact rhythm it oh, was recorded yeah. That's in. impressive that you remember that. No, my brain is full of <laughs> yeah. useless like, garbage You don't like need this. that anymore. You can yeah. let it go. Let it go. Let it go. But again, that was the reverse of leaving the stupid messages. You felt you had to record some really interesting greeting. I know. I remember in our house in Weston just doing that for our outgoing message machine without asking my mom. And I would, you know, you were thinking that you were the first to whatever joke you were making with an answering machine. You're so clever to be like, there's someone in the house. Please help me. (laughs) (laughs) And then it would be like a relative like, Alan, I don't... is everything all right? <laughs> Do you remember, or maybe you didn't experience this at all, but there was a visceral anger when answering machines came out, yes. like my dad had, and he was like, I don't need some damn machine <laughs> yeah. answering the phone when I'm not here. If I'm not here, then no one needs to talk to me. I don't need to be yeah. at the beck and call of a machine. Like the I fact know. that it was a machine yeah, really angered people. Yeah. Yes, in the late in fact in the late that. 70s and early 80s so many times in TV and movies they will have, you know, the answering machines and whatever the first message is, it's always somebody, you know, it goes, beep. Oh, God, I hate talking to these machines. Um, or, like, they would always add that line. It was, like, it, written into so much dialogue. Well, I don't know hate why. hate being alive right now. Yeah, I was just all we do is that's it. use machines to talk to other machines. It's literally <laughs> happening right now. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, Well, speaking of machines that don't work well, (laughs) I think it's time to get in to Johnny Jokes. Whoa, recorded live in high... Well, short week reminder to our fans. Short week for these Johnnies. Okay. Here we go. Um, Here's an interesting story. New laws in Amsterdam require red light businesses to close at 3 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. Yeah. Uh, Angry sex workers vowed not to take the news lying down, then instantly went back on that vow. (laughs) All right, quick ones, quick ones yeah, this week. I, I feel like you could have just gone with the angry sex workers took the news lying down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I fucked with the form of that a couple times, but yeah. that, you're right. That was the no, way to we go. got it. We got it. <laughs> Good concept. Uh, here's another quickie. Uh, thanks to a new MRI machine, uh, AI can actually sketch your thoughts. This no. is true. Uh, and this according to a doctor and his very angry nurse. <laughs> he was thinking about possibly her breasts. Okay, here we go. Carol Baskin, remember her? Carol Baskin's nope. oh, Big, yeah. big Cat do. Sanctuary oh. is set to close next month. Uh, as to why, Baskin cited supply chain issues and the rising cost of dead husband meat. Ooh. <laughs> a lot of problems there. Uh, maybe you've heard about this. Oscar Pistorius, another oh. blast from the past. Oh, yes. Oscar Pistorius was denied parole last week. Uh, in the judge's ruling, he said that legally, Pistorius doesn't have a leg to stay. His argument is shaky, <laughs> is the point he's trying to make. <laughs> and finally, ending on a terrible one, the Czech Academy of Science has just completed a multi-year study to determine the smell of Cleopatra's perfume. This is true. When the president of the Academy was asked how they funded such a frivolous endeavor, the check bounced. Oh, (laughs) I like it. Oh, (laughs) all right. I'd also like to point out Oscar Pistorius and, and the hookers is kind of the same joke. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? Someone took it lying down, down and someone didn't have a leg to stand. If you had done them back to back. It it's would. anatomical humor. <laughs> All right, humor. <laughs> I'm very excited. By the way, I have an innovation. Oh, great! Yeah. <clears throat> a new Fox survey shows Donald Trump way ahead of Ron DeSantis. Yeah, uh, Trump leads 54 percent to 24 percent among Republicans likely to deny the vote. And uh, you've all seen Donald Trump was indicted this week uh, Anticipating he may have to spend A few days in jail Last night Trump stormed Melania (laughs) (laughs) Okay A female water polo player At UC Irvine Was suspended after being accused Of inappropriate touching During several matches Hmm. Yeah Uh, Well, she's expected to return soon, as any water polo referee will tell you, boobs part of the ball. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I don't know where that comes from. I love it. Okay. So here's my innovation. Yes. This is a Gutfeld. 
Oh, how dare you? This is a conservative joke. Okay, do it. Yeah, do it. And I don't really know his voice. Is he just kind of a drone? Is he like that? Let's make him like that. Yeah. So this is a a Gutfeld. Okay. All right. Uh, 23 people died from tornadoes hitting the South over the weekend. And now these liberals want to ban wind. (laughs) (laughs) And this, this was nice. I don't know if you saw this. AOC offered her thoughts and nothings. <laughs> <laughs> Those are gut pills, right? I yeah. I guess. I don't know. It's unclear whose side he's on from the tornado thing. Because you go, well, that was a southern constituency that was, these people were killed by it. <laughs> but he, he, the banning of the wind, anyway. Yeah, yes, that's, that's a, good. And so a final, I couldn't, I couldn't end on a gut felt, though. Yes, okay, that's, good. That's good. Yeah, not that's knowing. But this is an innovation. I want to say we can now do gut felds. All right. Oh, if you have conservative jokes, which yes. are shockingly kind of easier to do. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <clears throat> the, the final one's a Johnny. Uh, you know what? I can do this one as a norm. All right. A palate cleansing norm. Yeah. Uh, according to USA Today, of all the states, New Hampshire has the most people in long-term relationships. Hmm. Why? Because wives have meth. White wives matter. (laughs) That's a give it to Gutfeld. Give it to Gutfeld. That's a a great Gutfeld. God, I hate that you've now snared me in the Gutfeld. I I think. I think within two months, we're going to be just doing gut Yeah, felts. 80% <laughs> gut felt. I think 100%. <laughs> it's time oh. for Greg's. <laughs> oh, G- double G's. Uh, oh, boy, that was fun. All right, well, hey, good work on a short week there, Goldie. Yeah, um, you too. So uh, this week, speaking of short week, we wanted to talk uh, a little bit about, and let me, I had a good setup for this that could, I think, get us into this uh, pretty well. So... A couple of nights ago, we had uh, B.J. Novak came over for dinner at our place here. He, Lovely. I know him a little bit online. He knows Tall from, uh, they did a show on NBC before The Office that kind of came and went. I guess he was uh, on staff there. And he writes down on the Cape. He's from Newton. Uh, his parents have a place on the Cape. He was down here working. So he came by for dinner. We had a very nice dinner really nice guy and of course I'll I'll use this as an, as a reason to ask him on the podcast at some point soon but, but you didn't no not during you, dinner the time I don't want right I didn't want to do it right away it wasn't about that I wanted to give like have a good night and not seem desperate I'll seem desperate <laughs> next time sure. so one of the things that we did though the night before he came was um, you guys might remember he released he he wrote and directed a, a small movie last year. It was called Vengeance, um, and so Tal and I said like let's watch it before he comes so we That's can smart. you know talk to him about it. And it was really good, and it was it really reminded me of like a a Woody Allen type movie where it has like a kind of unassuming Jewish protagonist and in a fish out of water setting, it takes place in Texas. And also Goldie, a lot of echoes of us. He's a Jewish writer and also podcaster. And he hears a story that takes him down to Texas and then he's the fish out of water and he has to figure out this kind of like, you know, crime uh, story. 
But it was interesting. It t- took a lot of unexpected twists and turns. It had some uh, good people. Like Ashton Kutcher had a small part in it, and he was great. So it was a very fun watch. Small what if it movie. took only turns? <laughs> only turns. No so twists. Only, only turns is a website right. for writers. Hey, come find me on only, only turns. Um, so we, we enjoyed it. You know, we talked to him about it. But it got me thinking about a, a year ago or more, Goldie, you and I were talking about, and we always talk about one of our favorite movies, which is The Trip. Um, yes. Again, listeners, if you have not watched these series of movies with Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon called The Trip and then The Trip Italy, The Trip Spain, there are a few of them, and they're great. So basically what those are is they're, they're small movies, they're low-budget movies, and it's just these two guys who are driving around, and, and the sort of loose framing of it is that they're experiencing fine dining in the areas they're going. And they're I think there. technically Steve Coogan's character is supposed to write some article about just driving around. Yes. Okay. It's that loose. That's the yes. only reason like for the whole thing. Okay. Very loose. And, and, and their, their improv skills are fantastic. And they're great uh, vocal impressionists. You know, you hear Goldie do that, that Michael Caine, you know, when we get worked <laughs> yes. up sometimes on here. When he gets loud... It gets very loud indeed. Let but they me do... finish. Let <laughs> me finish. <laughs> I know, right? I'm still not fucking finished. Um, you're so panicking. Because you're, you're panicking. Because you're Michael Caine. Is, uh, so we love those movies. And it got uh, us thinking, like, what would our The Trip be? You know, if, if you and I were to do something like that, what would it be? So I think today we wanted to... Talk a little bit about what our idea was, and while at the same time trying to find ways to improve it, things to add to it, it's basically a version of, is this something, mm-hmm. but just with our own idea, like, is this something? So I'll remind you and our listeners what uh, what the idea was. So we talk a lot on this podcast about John Viner, who was not asked to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> so Goldie and I had this idea that our trip would be Goldie and I doing a cross-country trip from L.A. to New York City with the goal of bringing John Viner back to Los Angeles um, to live out his Hollywood dream. Because John is, like many of us, a, fr- a writer who's really a frustrated actor. But yeah. he, he has more right to be a frustrated actor because he's 6'4 and very handsome. Like, he could easily be, an you know, he right. could have been on CSI for the last 15 years. Right. And he would have been thrilled. And miserable. Um, and miserable. <laughs> yeah, he would have found something else to be miserable about. But But currently, he's miserable about the fact that, you know, his acting career has not gone the route that he may have wanted it to go. So... And he's in New York all the time. He splits time there. And so there's this theoretical world where Viner says, fuck you, Hollywood. I'm living in New York. And Goldie and I would say, we're going to drive to New York and bring John Viner back to Hollywood. And I think, Goldie, you had suggested, which I thought was very funny, a clever kind of ending to it is by the time we get back to L.A. with John Viner, John Viner has talked Goldie and I out of Hollywood. Like, now we hate it. (laughs) Like, he's so effectively negative (laughs) 
that he's destroyed all of our Hollywood dreams. Right. And that feels like a kind of a nice ending. But of course, the, you know, the, the loose framework of what it is seems fine. You know, you could hang something over that. It's really what, what happens between California and New York and back again. Like, right. what kind of gimmicky things or interesting things could we put in, you know, that aren't like, you know, you and I making fun of a red state. Well, now that we're Gutfeld fans, I guess right. we don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. But like you and I uh, just simply, you know, it's not just some like weird political thing or like we're not just the Jew city boys in the country. We would need to have something interesting. And and believe me, I have total faith in our ability to have long drives and very funny conversations. So like if we're always kind of rolling Why? on what <laughs> based on experience based on experience so i think that if we and jc we talked a little bit before the the show started you're not don't you're worry not, jc there's a part for you i see yeah. her quietly panicking no no no, no, no i have an I've idea already, i've already assuaged her oh, no no, no, no okay. i don't i don't honestly i i wouldn't no i wouldn't I'm be upset but no, no. i feel like this is you have to incorporate goldie's shitter you know the one in the back of the truck yes. that has to be well that has to be a surprise edition that i'm bringing right you know, yes you know, there's this bucket on what's this and it's like it's you know the bathroom situations in these yeah. parts of the country you, you just don't know you can't be and then it's like 10 miles later shitting in the in the pocket yeah. we're still we're still within the los angeles city yes. limits and yes. we're well, shitting in the bucket before we okay i have a few thoughts that i want to yeah i i cheated and i did a little writing in my head <laughs> whoa about this so it's the hardest thing to write for yourself because it, it calls you on your bullshit yes because you you instantly go like, why have we never developed a sitcom for ourselves? Because I still don't know who I am. Yeah, amen. Because if I knew who I was, then I could develop a thing about me. But I, I have no idea. And wow. I don't want to commit to anything. Yeah. So sure. It's pretty deep. So anyway, I thought within the framework of this movie that, like, I'm picturing it as, as a narrative. Of course, you know, we need to be coming to it all three of us and whoever's in the movie from slightly different viewpoints and for different reasons. Like it can't just be, I want to bring Viner back. I want to bring Viner back too. And I want to yeah. bring Viner back three. I mean, it, it, there's very little, then you're just doing a three headed monster of any lines can belong to anyone because everyone has the same viewpoint. So right. to, to give this thing some structure, here were my initial thoughts. The first is you want to see, Viner in a situation so bad that he leaves. And so what I came up with was he's fi he's finally gotten this good audition. It's for some movie that's a dream part. And he's heard it's it's between you and one person, but they're leaning toward you. And you just have to go do a screen test with someone. Like the very Hollywood beginning. Mm -hmm. Right. So Viner's broken down in the center lane of the 101. And <laughs> and so he's... The center lane. Yeah. And he can't move his car. And no one's stopping to help him. So these cars... And he's in the middle of this. And so he's he, he's so focused on the audition because it's like people have flown in and, and, you know, they're famous people, Scorsese, whoever, and they only have, you know, 45 minutes that they're going to be here. And then they got to fly to Italy, whatever, with their choice. And so he's madly trying to call an Uber, but he's also an Uber driver. So the only Uber it shows available is him. <laughs> so there's some comedy and, and it says like your car is here your car is here so meanwhile he's his uber rating is going down 
and the people from Uber are calling him, like, because he's not picking himself up, and he's get he's getting like so that's getting ruined, and so then he decides, you know, it's only like one point two miles away he can run there, and so but he's left his car in the middle of the one hundred one, so the cops are chasing him. And it's on TV, like, and and then you know, you and I are watching, and we get these jokes, like, "Looks, Viner's finally on TV. Good for <laughs> yeah. him," you know, like that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's great. And and he somehow like gets to the audition, and maybe they're packing up, and he learns that the other person he was against was, you know, say Sylvester Stallone the third. Like it was always <laughs> someone else who was going to get it. The whole thing. So the whole thing, you just have the big set piece of cut to pack bags. Like it's obviously over. Like you can't. Yeah bounce back from that yeah i i love that i would i would just one detail i would quibble with and unfortunately it's it's the funniest joke in that to me is look at viners finally on tv but <laughs> the uh the uber thing me and and this is all up for discussion and of course all theoretical because we'll probably never do it but why not have him be like kind of a a version of his real self like he is he wouldn't be an uber driver he is actually this guy who's like Kind of successful, but never happy. I mean, successful. I won't say kind so of. So I think He's, it's more likable that he has some struggle now. I think people just empathize more and want a character to win when they're struggling. So I think maybe he had some limited success that didn't feel like enough for him. And then he lost his money. And I'm I'm pulling this out of nowhere. Say he got caught up in like, I, I don't know, like a disastrous home renovation. Okay. Right. He yeah. lost his money. <laughs> right. Lost it all. Just, I don't Let's know. Let's just say. Just some, spitballing. Something like that. Some investment <laughs> thing, whatever. So he's, he's packing, his, he's leaving. And that this is maybe some pivotal moment for you and I. And, that, and I think our characters should be distinct in that like maybe I'm, I'm struggling because I have three young kids and yeah. – like I can't even take good jobs anymore. I'm working on some horrible thing I don't even like just to keep going. And I used to have more status, and now I'm all my bosses are younger, or whatever. And that maybe you're in a long term relationship, maybe with JC. I don't know that has not ended in marriage. Has been unfulfilled. You know oh, what I'm the saying. tension being there, right? right. Yeah. And that okay, and okay. that you've you know Hilarious. you've you know maybe you're being pressured. It's like can you just stop smoking pot and doing nothing all day or whatever? So. <laughs> You know, there's that tension that we're in these different so me, points in life. And it, and it's like we've been getting together, you know, every week, two or three times a week. And, and it's it's kind of over. Like, right. It, we have an honest conversation. Like when he leaves, maybe I have a conversation with you. Like, I, I can't keep doing this with you. Like, I can't keep coming over. I right. don't, you know, like there's some state of the friendship thing. Some very serious conversation. Yeah. It's yes. like, I don't know, man. Like, what are we doing here? Right. And so then I think that the journey to New York we, is a flight because it's mm. to get Viner back, right? I totally agree with that. Ah, because I don't need to see us get there. I just want to see yeah. one way of a yes, trip. And that maybe 100%. like my problem with you is that like all we ever do is as friends is sit around and you smoke pot and you do. And it's like I like I'm 50. I want to see the world. I want to travel i want to get out right. i want to meet people i want to you know and you're yeah. like you're not that person no one wants to meet you no one like yeah. the, the world doesn't want you to do this it yeah, wants yeah, you yeah. to do this so there's that tension and i think maybe we add to that one of our parents has died or an aunt has died something and left us like a shitload of furniture or something on the east coast that we have to go through like there's a, a part of going through 
an old person's shit yes. that yeah. then gives us perspectives on our lives. That's yes. like, and, 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 fuck, and death, like, I don't want to be this person who just collects a bunch of stuff or whatever. And so the, part of that is we have this truck or this U-Haul to come yep. back in yes, and travel in and with I love, and I, a bunch of I love of setting shit. that in a New York apartment. Like, and yeah. a relative has died in a New York apartment. Ooh, and so, yes. like, was always... dead for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and nobody know, knew or cared. <laughs> but she does have some awesome shit. Right. So yes. it's like, you yeah. know, and that's somehow one of ours. And it's like, I got to go back there. and Like, you have to go back there anyway. And you say, come back and we can, like, try to convince him to come back here. Ooh. And I, I think he shouldn't come back here you know there's that fight over that yeah what if one of you are actually like in a fight with viner he doesn't want to see one of you because you have some unresolved thing because then there's a tension with him getting there not wanting to come back or is it just like he's willing to get on the plane with you or i don't know no i like that i like giving viner an extra shade of anger especially because he's so good at that but maybe (laughs) We're just trying to sell him on coming on this trip with us, just right. back. Like it's it's now about getting this furniture and all this weird crap back ah. to L.A. Maybe you know we feel this stuff's worthless in New York, but in L.A., like you could sell it to to like young people who think it's cool. Whatever, <laughs> there's some business proposition. Like we'll split it three ways or something, and it's just an excuse. Like. Remember that trip we took in college, that time we drove across country? It's that again. Right. Oh, really? You know, those that yes. nostalgia, Glorious. because then you can get into the origin of the relationship or friendship, whatever. And I then, like that. then I think part of it is planning this trip, and part of it is, you know, we're spending three days at some resort in Montana that's a ranch or whatever, and JC's going to meet us there. <laughs> right. Right. Like you're going to do it's some, cu- and there's going to be some couples thing with whoever. JC, if you don't like that, we can find a, a different part. But I do think romantic <laughs> tension in these things is is good. And I think the I think the idea of like people in their late forties, early fifties who've never gotten married, and like why the fuck would we get married? Like you know that conversation <laughs> yeah, of like why like... the fuck when we don't have kids would we get married? Right? You know, like that's or 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 the married person saying that to the person who didn't who wants to get married and says like, well, we love each other, we want to get married. Why the fuck do you need to get married? You don't need to be married. There's no need. You know, like the rage right. about that. It seems yes. like weddings. I, I I also like this is you've introduced a lot of great stuff here because I think you're totally right about. Flight out, drive back. You don't want to see. You don't want to double up on your cross country. And it's another set piece of airplane totally. hu- like the well, final and, and word also, on airplane. And also, yeah. I've 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 also pictured a moment on the on the flight out there where it's me walking back to economy to go talk to you. <laughs> no, I was about to say that that you get upgraded because you you have so many miles, and that I'm back. With another person's kids, (laughs) (laughs) right? But I think, I think the JC element to it. I think you can also have JC be a part of all of it because there is also this thing, which honestly I have been guilty of, and I know Viner is often guilty of, where 
you'll be like, oh, John Viner and I are doing something together. Then the next thing you know, he meets up with you and there's his like ex-girlfriend. It's like, okay, I guess the three of us are doing this thing. Right. So it's like if the if the trip began and it's like, yeah, Goldie, you and I, we're doing it. We're going to do this road trip. And then we get to the airport and it's like, hey, JC's here. She's coming. And you're like, oh, fucking great. But <laughs> That's just a two I, I wonder, do we keep a podcast element of it? Like, is there a thing where we're doing a podcast together and so we do them out on the road? Mm. I feel like I don't like that. Okay. I, I, because I like that it's just a, a trip where it's like, I, I think it's like, hey, you know, there's the sideways element of, hey, it's going to be a week off our phones. We're not going to, you know, do all the shit we're doing. We're going to unplug. We're just going to talk like we did on that trip 30 right. years ago. Yeah. Like, all we yeah. had was, you know... We had one of those folders of CDs, and maybe we have a folder of CDs. Like, it's a nostalgic oh, thing. That's cool. Where it's like, we're just going to listen to these albums. Yeah. These, this great music. You know, it's it's what the speech Paul Giamatti gives uh, Thomas Hayden Church in the diner, where it's like, we're going to have great food. We're going to play some great oh, yeah. golf courses. We're just yeah. going to relax, you know. And then the conflicting agendas arise, where it's like, yes. I think one person, maybe me, is like, I, I, I'm not going to look at my phone for a week. I want to listen to CDs in yeah. their entirety, even the tracks I hate. Right. You know, yeah. we're just going to talk. Yes. You know, we're, we're only going to eat Subway or whatever. And, right. You know, right. Some, well, and, then you, and then you're just like, uh, dude, we're staying at the nicest places. Yeah. The montage. I'm relaxing. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, it, it, there should be a, that. I think there's that tension conflict. in that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Yeah. Yes, and I also like, I mean, and it gives us a built-in, like, fun soundtrack of, like, mm. we're only going to use CDs, like, from, from college when we were together last yes. time. So it's, like, it's all, like, Blues Traveler and Spin Doctors and, you know. <laughs> well, our arguments garbage. over the nuance of, like, <laughs> REM is great, but Blues yes. Traveler sucks. Like, <laughs> who cares? It doesn't matter now. I know. And, yes. But I love that. I, I, and I think that there's it's, a lot It's also there. one of the hilarious parts of this is in this process of pitching it, we go, do you even need the Viner part? Like, can you just have the furniture and... Poor <laughs> Viner. You know, because maybe, maybe part of it, is, and, and a fun self-aware, it's not a podcast, but we get the idea partway through that this could be our movie. Right. That that we could make a movie about this somehow. And, and we're, there's Very all meta. this meta commentary on this. And then at one part, it's just like, 
I don't think we need Viner. And you're like, yeah. in the movie? And, and I'm like, no, I think we should just leave him here in Kansas. I don't think we need him anymore. But also when you say that, I don't think we need him in the movie. <laughs> so I'm saying we don't need him in real life or the potential movie. You're, no, you're saying we don't need him, I think, in the movie. I'm saying we don't need him in real life or the movie. <laughs> I love that. And, and honestly, Viner would love that. Like It would, it would fit in so nicely with what he thinks about himself anyway but uh, yeah so this is already funny and and now the the genius obviously parts of the trip are yes they go to italy they go to spain they're traveling around england and in the first one i believe but there aren't really jokes and bits about like oh look here we are british you know fish out of water here in italy and how weird is that so i'm wondering like do we want the comedy of our cross-country trip to be, obviously it'll be relationship comedy, you know, the tension between, as Steve Levitan told us, you know, straight line and squiggly line, mm-hmm. like we get the squiggly lines going between us. But I'm wondering, it doesn't have to be like, oh, look at these city boys try to ride a horse. It's no, more about but, the conversations, right? But I do think that neither one of us has ever really seen America. So it's like this Civil War battlefield uh, Mount Rushmore, right? Uh, you know the Alamo. I mean, I'm, now I'm the route is crazy. To, <laughs> if you did that, but, but I think you you could just hit four or five of these things, and and it's like the jokes that we're doing to each other on the tour of the Civil War yes. battleground, and the people who are with us are all Southern Confederate people, and it's like. Right. Th- they're acting like they didn't lose. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're giving yeah. the L, the L sign. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's, it's it's encountering these people, and it's and it's you know, as I did when I traveled across country a few years ago. You have all these preconceptions going into sleeping in an RV park. At least I did of who's going to be there yeah. and what it's going to be like. And then it it was totally the opposite. It was awesome. Oh, welcoming. They're yeah, wel- and, welcoming. And welcoming. And you also go, they're, they're, no wonder they want us to think it's terrible because they're having a great yeah, time and it's awesome. Right, right. And they don't <laughs> yeah. want people like us around. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you know, because I think it's it's also along the way, like Viner could meet someone in one of these RV parks and then they say, like, he's the most fun guy we've ever met. Come with us in the moment right. and we lose him, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then and then like, discarded lovers were chasing after him to get him back right. <laughs> you know from these from this southern party people who who thought he was a hoot yeah you know, it, like I, that's very funny if they just if someone just keeps saying this guy's a hoot and we're just like what is a hoot really yeah. like i don't understand tell me like how do you qualify as a hoot yeah i think i'm funny and it's yeah. like well, you're, you're owl, not a hoot at all are owls fun i don't know what that means uh, well, th- this is uh, okay. So this, there's a little more to, to hang our hat on here. So, and, and yeah, because think- once you get into the the nuts and bolts of the trip, I don't think it's just a drive where you're staying at days inns along the way and eating at Subway and then just getting there. I think it's you come in and realize this is an opportunity to see these things that we've never seen, and you know the attitude could be like, well, none of us has wanted to see them. Like you right. know the reluctant people. It's like what. I, we could look at a, at photos of the Alamo on the internet, and right. I, yeah. I get what. I, why do I have to touch it? Right. Virtual tour. Yeah. Well, and also a little a little true fact about Viner was that he took a like a I don't think it was a graduate year, but one of his years in college, he 
transferred for the year to the University of Indiana for their they have a good music program. John's very musical. So I think it could be funny if like we drive through Indiana and it's sort of a version of like, okay, let me show you my Indiana. <laughs> yes. It's That's just like funny. subways and like he doesn't know anything about this it. This is the subway where Jared bought his first sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a plaque there. <laughs> Why are they honoring him? I know they gotta take that down. And then we we say, no that could be like a funny set piece too. Is one night, you know, we're at night in the hotel. I'm getting more and more worked up about how much I hate Jared, which I do have kind of a bit about that. And then I'm like, we gotta tear that plaque down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, this cannot stand. We're just like yes, buying a crowbar and just yeah. On the run from the law, you know, end up end up in jail for the night, getting Ooh. mug shots because we ripped the plaque for yeah. Jared down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, yeah. Good. Like the three of you get arrested. Well, and then maybe because I was just thinking while you were talking that my role would just be one of the one of the bros. I, like I don't. There's no. There's like maybe there was like historically something, but kind of like my role now. It's like I laugh when it's funny. I'm yeah. there for some sort of committee. Not a main thing, but like you go to jail. Oh, sh- right. we got to get JC to get us out of jail now. And, and then. Well, it's like having, say, if you were on the trip originally, I, and I just say, it's, I thought it was the guys, whatever, yeah. you know. And so then you went home, say. But then when we were in jail, you had to come back. <laughs> right. Knowing that like I'd poisoned the well for you. And then there's oh. the, there's that tension of the friend well, yeah. The friend and right. and the you know fiance not getting along. Right. Oh, but I was yeah hoping that it would just no. You idea. just want to be a friend. You don't yeah, want to be they, romantically tied. That's well, fine. maybe in the past though. So yeah. there is that weird history. Well, Elaine you don't have Venice. to have. You don't have to be concerned. A- any any nude scenes would be shot tastefully. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> well, no. I just in real life, I have a lot of male friends who are just my bros. Well, right. So if we're Talking about making this movie, this can be part of the tension is, you know, and I'm always like in the JC girlfriend character, you know, and you're like, I'm not yeah, going to be right. the that girlfriend. That was 27 and I'm like, years ago. It's not interesting to not, to have no romantic involvement. Like there's yeah. nothing dramatic about well, it. Well, but then right. the funny thing would could be like if. You know, you're coming into it with it. Oh boy, here comes your girlfriend. It's like we. This was 28 <laughs> years ago, Goldie. Like it's she's our friend now. Like she's your friend too. And then like somehow by the end of the trip, we've decided like you know what we're gonna give it another try. <laughs> yeah, right. In denial, it should also be that. That <laughs> then it's kind of the thing in real life is that you know you're more successful and. You know, you say, if we write this, I'll be able to show it to X celebrity and we'll be able to do this. But then you're not doing any of the writing. Like, I'm just doing everything and your name's on it. And yes. I'm, I'm just working the whole time. That's great. That's so And, like, awesome. maybe I'm doing it with Viner and we're just bitching about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds perfect. Well, the, I had that thought, and I think this is a version of what you're saying. The best way to write scenes for yourself is, like, Viner and I would write the scenes where you had a lot to say. You and Viner would write the scenes where I had a lot to say. You and I would write the scenes where Viner yeah. had a lot to say. Because oh, it's wow, so yeah. we kind of 
at least we get into sort of the funny headspace of like what our idiot friends would say in certain situations, <laughs> like a lot easier than it is for ourselves to say like, what's stupid about me? But this, even this could be a scene where we realize it's like, you're terrible at, at right, at your voice. Yes. <laughs> like the, the version, my version of you is better than your version of you. Yes. It's <laughs> yes. probably true. Because you, your version of you is very boring and my right. version of you, you're coming off very winning. Yeah, right. So like, why can't you be the version of you that I'm writing? Yeah. Right. Why can't you be my version of you? Yes. <laughs> it's because to me, it's like those types of conversations would. Uh, that's all you remember from a movie like that, right? It's it's well, it's so relatable. It's also, like the the very truth being spoken face yes. to face of these mm-hmm. people in like and a diner would, or a car or whatever. That would that would be great. And a very funny thing would be as if. From the moment that we realize, like, hey, this is a maybe this is the movie, and we could be talking about it. And each time we talk about it, like either just you and I, or 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 you, me, and Viner, or whatever, we're all very insistent. Like, it's us. We'll be acting in it, like Coogan and Bryden. Like, we'll yeah. be doing that. And then there's a very small clip at the end of it being made, and it's like. Justin Long and you know right. uh, oh no no Hill. no I was about to pitch something in this area but I, I think you have it wrong it's me you and Sylvester Stallone the third yeah. or whoever the person was who took Viner's part Viner's and it's like recast. and then it's us explaining to him like to get the movie made we needed a name yeah. we that's got so the good. movie made <laughs> that's a good yeah that's wrap up very that. that's funny well so we have a very funny beginning a very funny end and i think a, a good like loose idea framework oh, of yeah. of what this could be so yeah because i don't think we not- need to decide not to go i mean that's I, I think that's something in the movie we can talk about in the movie that we think we should decide not to go back but i think that it's you know what I like about the trip is they don't they don't make monumental decisions like even though uh, Rob you can see he 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 has stuff with his wife that it's kind of off again on again Coogan has some stuff with his son that's a little but it doesn't get resolved Mm-mm. like it doesn't make a fake leap yeah which I it feels authentic which I like about those movies that I I don't think it's we're ever going to move or not come back because of some conversation I think. There can be a scene where we all get high or something and we're having <laughs> yeah. this talk and we become convinced to do something else. And then the next day it's like, we're not doing that, right? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. God, yeah. no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I don't know who we were last You know, night. it's like the conversation about like, we're going to open a bar. And it's like, yeah. no, we're not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad we talked about yeah. this because now I feel like it's, it's, it's like it's like two percentage points closer to maybe really I feel happening. like it's written. There we go. Do it. Just Let's go. It. And again, execs out there, buy it. <laughs> Silver platter, buy it. Just like last week's Abercrombie Zombie, we got it. <laughs> Abercrombie Zombie's great. I know. That name stuck with me, JC. That was <laughs> a good one. Um, all right. Well, that was fun to talk that about. Was fun. And now let's get into this week's top five. Top five. Oh, beautiful. That's us singing. Okay, the top five this week, it was my category. It was sort of a palate cleanse after kind of a confusing last week. So good, though. But uh, this this one was, you know, fairly straightforward. Top five movie stars of all time. Yeah. I'm Let me get us started. Okay. And number five, to show you I'm not some kind of sexist grump. Oh. Julia Roberts. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. I think she's... 
like, listen, I, I think there was an era where people sort of found her kind of annoying, where she was sort of like, you know, self-aggrandizing in some way. She, to me, is like head and shoulders uh, the, the best uh leading actress i think ever she's got wow such a winning smile she's a really she has she's like tom cruise in a way because wow. she's very attractive and she's also like a better actor than a movie star necessarily deserves like she's she's adds something with her acting so number five well, so for what me, are the movies you like with her in it for example i love and this movie it, it's not even that great but I, it's such a testament to her i love sleeping with the enemy Oh. I have seen that movie more than it has any right to be seen. <laughs> and it was one of those movies where it was just after Pretty Woman. So that was her explosion right. onto the scene was Pretty Woman. And then it was kind of like, okay, Julia, can you carry maybe a less good movie? Right. And so she did this Sleeping with the Enemy where she had like a, you know, a psycho husband and she had to escape him. I have seen that movie so many times. I wow. think it's so fun. It's totally it, Simmons should do it on the rewatchables because I'm, that's I'm going to shock you. I I think the only Julia Roberts movie I've ever seen is Erin Brockovich. Oh, yeah, that was also a good movie. That was a good movie. Also a good movie. She yeah. was good. In no that. one's and no one's like. Woman? Let's yes. throw on Erin Brockovich today. Well, yeah, it's not rewatchable. <laughs> it's not. Honestly, Michael Clayton is a better. Oh, that kind of. I movie. love Michael Clayton. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah that's I right. Know, she's in that. Yeah, yeah. No, she's not in that. Oh. So why did you say that? that was me trying to trying to trying fit to in. save my my pick. No, that's I just okay. Wanted to fit in. All right. Um, um, as as David Goodman might say, Wait. moving on, moving on. There he is. Uh, number four. For we me. should, whenever we play that, say we're going to each say moving on, and then reveal which one was the actual Goodman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, we do it much more amped up than he actually does. Yes. We let's do an A segment on an upcoming podcast. We'll have him record ten phrases, <laughs> and then you and I will each record ourselves saying the same ten phrases, and then we'll have a game called Know Your Goodmans oh. and see if you can identify the actual Goodman for each. Oh my each. god, let's do that. I love that. Okay. I love that. And David, if you're available to record a few extra phrases, I saw Please. on Instagram that he made a nice paella. Oh, it's really good, though. Everybody look at my paella. <laughs> anyway, it's time dissolve of a paella. Okay, number four for me, and I think possibly the the best looking movie star of all time. And I'm going to give number four to Robert Redford. At oh. these prices, <laughs> Robert Redford. I think he's a great he's movie star. Looking? I, I, best looking of all time? You think so? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I think he's up there. Greatest hair. Oh, his hair in the hair. early 70s was unreal. <laughs> um, I think he's a fantastic movie star. Number three, not someone from our era, but someone whenever I go back and watch his movies, because honestly, before I watched his movies, I was always like, why do people give a shit about this guy? But when I watch them, Humphrey Bogart, mm. he's a great movie star. I know Just I'm not feels going like a up. guy in a hat. I know. He's like a little guy. He's like he seems like a little almost like a deshelled turtle of a person. But he's a great movie star. If he, he were watched. alive today, he would absolutely have failed. <laughs> That's true. But he was electric back in his time. Absolutely electric. And here's number two, and this is a guy I I find so much about him reprehensible off screen, but as oh, a movie star. Charlton. Here we go. No, oh. John Wayne. Oh, okay, okay. John okay. Wayne, 
was I you thought I was going with Woody. No, yeah. I thought no, Charlton not, Heston. <laughs> No, well, we still no. have number one. So <laughs> no, oh, yeah. no, no, no. Number one, I think, is easy to guess. Yeah, so yeah. number number two, John Wayne, like he, it's it's undeniable when you see him on screen. Like you can't stop looking at him. You never notice anyone else in a in a shot with him. So that's John Wayne. Okay. And number one, of course, as we talk about on this podcast all the time, what a great fucking movie star this guy is, Tom Cruise. Yep, Tom, Tom Cruise is the Johnny. tops, and he's done it. Longer than any of those people yes. were ever able to do it. He's been a movie star for 40 years this year. Wow. Yeah. Interesting thing about John Wayne is his name really works either way. Wayne John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, that's just as good <laughs> as John Wayne. Yeah. Wayne John. Hello, yeah. Pilgrim. I'm Wayne John. All right. <laughs> All right. Who's next? So, Scalding. look... I- it's, this is not a, a great category for me. I'm not a film buff at all. So I kind of said, who are five people who, if I hear they're in a movie, mm-hmm. I feel like I know what I'm getting and I'm like excited mm. to see it. Great. great. No wrong way. Uh, number five, Meryl Streep. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Excellent yes. actress. Doesn't miss. Right. Doesn't. Uh, number four, Bruce Lee. If I hear, yes. hey, Bruce Lee, it's like, I'm going to get some... Awesome kicks and chops yes. in and action. Yeah. Have a fun time. Mid-ish. All right, that's good. Uh, number three, and this was of a time, and the time is not now. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Ooh, oh, yes. I but love if that. There was a time where if you heard Eddie Murphy, it was like. Yes. Uh, number two, Robin Williams. Nice. Oh, I like that. In terms that. of okay. just who I enjoy watching, and yeah, you yes. know. yeah, he, he's really good in movies. He really is. Yeah. Yes, he's it's great. Such a fault. And uh, I, I, you know, I hate to be boring, but you know who I had number one. TC, Mr. Cruz. Yeah, thought about putting Will Ferrell there just to generate <laughs> just to fuck with everybody. I, there was a, again like a a ten year period where if Will Ferrell was on the yeah. poster, yeah, I was in the theater. Absolutely, yeah. and oh, happily absolutely. so. Well, okay, we do have some crossover, but not much. And mine was similar to Goldie's, but also cultural impact, sure. I think. So my number five is Paul Newman. Yeah, oh, I was going to put him on very there. Very good, yeah. I was going to put him on there. God, yeah, he's he's great. He's a great actor, too. Yeah. Underrated actor. Yes, great. Yeah. And then uh, number four, not the greatest actress, star power huge, cultural impact massive, Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, Ugh. yeah. yeah. I, I know. I kind of felt like I had Meryl Streep too, and then Ugh, I. God, but come I, that, on, that blonde movie was I'm just, just so not yucky. I don't care about the royal family, and I don't care about Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I love that like, I don't care. I, yeah. I understand. Yeah, it's like the entire ma- every issue. I used to love the magazine Vanity Fair, and I yeah. thought they yeah. would do these incredibly interesting things. I agree. And then every third issue, it would be like um, Marilyn Monroe. The Royals and Jackie O. And it's like, I don't care about any of those things. Stop talking about Jackie O, the Royals, and Marilyn Monroe. Cut the shit. Just do the political stuff. (laughs) Okay. My number three, Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah. 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 Great actor. Great actor. Not smart. Nuts. He's not. <laughs> no, you hear him talk, and it's just like, what? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Number two, Brad Pitt. Yep. Oh yeah. He was my. I, you know, he and Redford were could have been swapped on my list because ah, yes. they serve a very similar Simil- role. Yeah. Yeah. And number one's across the board. 
Tom Cruise. Wow. We did it. All right. What do we got? Top five for not next week. Because, oh, yes. No, no, not next week. Next no, no, week no, no, we, not next week. No, 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 no not next week. <laughs> it's Next week, we are going to be serving you something interesting and different, which is going to be, we were calling it a best of episode, but right. I think now we've sort of settled on hastily thrown together clip show. <laughs> yes. So we, we, uh, we'd love to both publicly thank JC here because yes, this gives who, Goldie and I a week off and her a yeah. ton of extra work. So. Well, I'm hoping yes, to get it you. done so I can have that week off. Yeah, getting just it done like would be a good idea. Get her done. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you're gonna, you guys are gonna just hate this category. All right. Uh, it's what it was what we're here for. Top five nepo babies. Oh <laughs> that's fine. I, I don't know. Yeah. We can do it. <laughs> okay. that, that's yeah. good. And there yeah. are some great ones there. There are some great ones. And great sometimes ones. they're you don't even realize yeah. that they're nepo babies. These huge stars. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good category. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, that sounds like fun. And let's close this week's show as we do every week on a high note. Oh, thank you. I can go first. I feel like I never go first. You should go Go first. first. So, uh, my, my good friend Matthew Libman jokingly asked me to mention him on the podcast, but I do (laughs) want to say. So he and I talk about guitars all the time. He's become a very good friend in the last year. And I, I just want to say my high note is the fact that I made a new friend at 50 years old. Oh, who's yes. like a good friend. That's amazing. And it's, it's cool. Like yeah. you can still meet people yes. at this age and develop friendships. And I'm That's very nice. grateful for it. That's so cool. That's nice. I love that. Wow, you're Aww. borderline emotional talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, it's nice. It's yeah. nice to have a new friend. Nice. Well, I'll go, na- nice. I'll go next, just to go shake things up. Shake your tree. So, Artie Johan. Is that how you say his last him. name? So, yeah. writer, writer on Family Guy. Yep. His daughter had a fundraiser for her school. I bought something. Me too. Did you buy popcorn. the popcorn? Oh, my popcorn. God. Popcorn. Okay, what? by the way. I didn't know about this. He did it, it on, on Instagram, Instagram or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh. By the way, my high note is that this popcorn, and I am a big fan of flavored popcorns. Like, just, it's the popcorn's called Double Good and they donate to charities. But it was so good that I went back to the website, even after this fundraiser, and bought right. 10 bags of popcorn. What kind? <laughs> what kind did you like? Because I have three of them sitting over here. Uh, they're three different kinds. Um, I like Easy Peasy Caramel Cheesy. Okay. Oh. Good. I wasn't sure what that last word would be. <laughs> okay. Easy Peasy Caramel Cheesy. Um uh, this one is just caramel there, but that one is my favorite. There's a Chicago flavored one, oh, but there ooh. there's like drizzles of of chocolate. Oh, um, love the drizzle! I know, good drizzle. And yeah. I am like, I'm just obsessed with flavored popcorn. This is hands down the best flavored popcorn I've ever had. No joke. Ooh, and it doesn't amazing. make you feel like gross or sick or chemically or Well, that's anything. part of it for me, but yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All but, right. Yeah. Well, thank you to Artie and your daughter, Artie, yes. for introducing us to yes. this delicious Double snack good. treat. Double good and, and And let me just add a, a footnote to the end of this. Yeah. As someone with kids and who does some fundraising for schools, if, if you're not a public school, 
Just charge the parents however much you need to. <laughs> Stop involving us. <laughs> A good footnote to the Artie story. Yeah. It's a private school. Stop stop asking everyone for money. Just charge the people who go there as much as you need to run the school and be done. <laughs> Probably good policy. Um, all right, last high note. So the my high note, and I've been boy, this is kind of a broken record. Uh Tall and I are going away tonight on a tropical vacation. I don't want to say where because I don't want to get mobbed by disgusting. (laughs) Um, But we're going away on a lovely tropical vacation. And I feel like we've been in, at least for the last little while, like a very good upswing for the two of us. So I think it's, it's good timing for us to go on this vacation. Of course, it could all fall apart at any moment. But... Right now, it's going great. It was her birthday yesterday as oh, of this birthday, uh, recording. We had a great uh, birthday together. I think she had a really nice time. She We had a dinner with friends, and uh, she got a lot of good presents, and Levy was super excited. So we're just in a really good swing, and I think going right into our trip is going to be awesome for us. So I'm excited about that. Yay. Good all luck. Right. We're all counting on you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, thank you very much. Just want to say good luck. We're all counting on you. Um, excellent. Well, that was a fun show this week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you two for being awesome. Thank you. And you will hear awesome clips from us again next week. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, no next week. <laughs> that was fun. And it stops right now. There's someone in the house. Please help me.